0: Hello and welcome to this episode of your Sports Memo podcast. My name is Calvin Emeka Omoka. In this show for today, we will be having Nigeria's um, the last Nigeria under twenty-three football team captain Azubike Okechukwu, who plays in Turkey for Istanbul Basaksehir. Um, Azubike will be with us in the pod shortly and we'll be discussing everything everything football everything his career and um, asking how he's getting ready um, for football to resume whenever it is ready to resume uh, following this coronavirus pandemic stay with us and we will be right back thank you and welcome back to your sports memo podcast and like i said uh, before i went on the short break I have Azubike Okechuku with me in the pod. Welcome to your Sports Memo Podcast, Azu. Uh,
1: thank you very much. God bless
0: you. Right, Azu, tell me how 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 is it going in um how is it going in um, Istanbul and in Turkey? What what's what's the plan with regards to the resumption of football hostilities? Um, I think um,
1: everything is going on fine right now. So we started training, we started training on Monday last week. Okay. So, so we guess this the game coming back. I'm very happy, and you know, um, we're doing well on the table. So in the league, and also we we are happy. And also for me, I think it's it's good we start again. You know, everyone is taking risk at this moment, so we can also do that. So I'm happy at this
0: point. Okay, tell, tell me, um, what what do you people? How do you um, how do you observe social distancing when you? When you, um, when you come in for training. You know, football is a very, is a contact sport and footballers are actually very, you know how you all play, everybody's touching each other and all of
1: that. How do you, how is, how is this
0: new thing? How is it happening with you people now? Uh, it's actually new, it's actually new. And um, it's difficult also. We had tests and you know, all the players and
1: every one of us, we had our tests and then, uh, we but then training together for the past one week, we've been you know the social distancing thing. We've not been making contact with each other. You know, we just run you know to get ourselves together our fit. But I think um, in this week, this new week, I think we are going to start um, you know contacts and everything. But right now, it's, it's difficult. It's strange also. Mm. We've, we've we've not been able to you know you know get ourselves together and then with this new development and everything. So. The training we've been running, you know, do we don't need to touch people, you don't need to make contacts while you're running. So this last week we ran,
0: um, that's been it. I, I I saw I saw a news clip of um of La Liga teams that have just returned to training and I saw some of the players wearing um face masks. Are you guys wearing face masks going to training? No, no, we don't train with face, face masks.
1: you know the first time when we came mm-hmm. you have to you have to, everyone you have to come with the mask and then get tested and
0: after this we've been training without the mask see
1: um, I, I, yeah.
0: um, as well I say this to everybody that the world as we used to know it eh, has come to an end it has ended it's a new world <laughs> that is starting now just imagine your time right eh, all the way back from yeah. when you used to train with Niger tornadoes when you used to train with Biasa United and even where you were in pyramids, and all the times you train with you on the under twenty threes, have you ever experienced this kind of situation where you're entering, you're going back to training, and there is no backslap, no hugging of your teammates, no making those kind of jokes that you used to make? How does that make you people feel? Oh,
1: seriously, it's like the world is it's strange. It's strange, like you said, and we all feel the same thing. Uh, personally I think it's new order that we are just we are going to change everything it's, it's strange, so strange you know, you come to training you say hi from distance you don't know, oh. come together it's, it's strange, you know, one week with this and then, you know, it's it's different everything is different you know? we, we we have our rooms also in camp when you okay. go to, to the room you go and then you're out immediately you can go to the, the, the locker room you go to the locker room you pick your things then you go up. So everything has changed. We can like last week we've been running, like I said, you mm. cannot go to the to the to the pool, you know, the ice pool and everything because it's it's forbidden
0: at this moment. You can't and go so to the pool. You can't go to the ice pool. No. Wow. So it's
1: so so strange for us. It's so strange. But, you know we have to do it. It's our job. Right.
0: Okay. Um uh, like, since I mentioned um Niger Tornados and Bayasa United. Let me let me back up to the start of your your career. You have Igbo parentage and Igbo stock but you were born in the north and yes. you started your career with Bayasa with Niger Tornadoes. What was that like for um, a, a young boy? How, how did you start that out there? Um,
1: it, it wasn't difficult actually because, you know, like you said I grew up you know, everything i did was you know back there in the north mm. so i i understand the language i can speak it you know so for for me it wasn't difficult at that time you know when i went to tornadoes mm. i i could i could understand what the people are saying what the fans are saying because i understand their language you know so at that point it wasn't difficult for me so much and i've lived in you know, Sulija, which is like a local government in Niger State have I I lived there for a very long time. Okay. So I know how, how these people think and how they behave and everything. So and I also played prior to Tornados. To I played them for the national festival for this place. So for me it was it wasn't too difficult to, to adjust and then to adapt to the people.
0: So it was home for you basically? It was home basically for me. <laughs> okay. So um you then moved to um Bayesa. United. That's like going all the way from the north down to the south. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. What, what was the experience of playing for uh, Bayern? What was your highlight for you playing for United? Um, I, I was now,
1: you know, um, like, how, how do I put it? I was now playing in the league for a very long time before then, you know, played a few matches and then I've been in the league. But you know, going to the south, south it was it was different going to the south. Mm. I'm gonna say the truth because you know, the people there had the, the mentality is different from the north. You know. In what so way? when I came yes, when I came and also by our side's um, they're a bit hostile, you know, the the, the fans and the people around there. So it was difficult for me, you know. Every game, every training, also they come to watch because it was a new team coming from Pro League to the Premier League. Mm. So the fans they were every time in the training, you know. So that made it a bit difficult for for me, especially because I was coming first time from the north, and um, you know the people were saying we don't know if he can deliver. I'm not seeing him, he's a coach boy and everything. So for me it was it was difficult but you know i i, I got to play games and I, they, they they started liking me and everything so it was you know like mixed feeling it was difficult it, at the same time i enjoyed it you know so but uh,
0: you you said that the attitude of the fans was very different <laughs> how different what what made it different from what you experienced um, at Tornadoes?
1: um was different because you know, the Bayasa people, like I said, they're, they're very hostile people. They are very hostile people. Mm. You know, they, these 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 people can can come to the beach to take you out, you know when you're training, you're <laughs> ah, training. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. It was that difficult. You know, it was that difficult. So Bayasa United was not Bayessa United, Bayasa as a state yeah. it was when I played there, it was every time you have to be on your toes, you know, in the streets, when you're training, everything. You play a good game. I, I remember that I had, I, had been, I had lots of good games, you know. Mm-hmm. Almost all the games were good. And then we played one game at home, and we played against our um, neighbors, you know, um, Nimbus City. Mm-hmm. I, had, I had one chance to score, and then I missed it. Someone came outside after the game to, to tell me that, that if I try it again, that they're going to slap me. You know, it was strange. They're very hostile. And <laughs> you be in camp and somebody can walk into your room and tell you, okay, this is what we want, you know. You know, you have to give them some money and everything. So that's how it is. It was then. I don't know about now, but that that's how it was then when I was playing in Biasa. So it was different, difficult and, you know, hostile state.
0: Is it, this hostile, you say, can we also say that they are passionate
1: passionate also yes this is why they are hoster yeah, here, actually because they are passionate about their team they just came from the pro league mm. and you know they they they've, they've won this league before so that first time i came that was what they are saying that we are bringing this team to win the league we want mm. to win, they want to go back to our past glory. So they have—they they are passionate people, you know, the fans there, and then that's why they are hostile. You know, they want to, you know, push you to go to the Airstream, push you not to, you know, make mistakes and everything.
0: Do you think that the passion that those fans exhibited prepared you for playing in one of Europe's most passionate places, Istanbul?
1: i came from from bayern i came to, to, to Turkey. i was i went to a small a small city actually but then these people they are like the bayern mm. they are they are hostile they are passionate this city um, um malatia they're a small city but everyone comes to watch the game so that's to tell you when the city comes to see you play the, the stadium is packed every game at home and they are very passionate about their team they also promoted too. So i can say bypassa prepared me for 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 that step and also now i'm in istanbul mm-hmm. where everything is happening everybody's coming to see games you know where where the fans and uh, the, the the what's it called the press everything you know so i think uh, like i know this bypassa united prepared me for this big stage you know playing here it, it's it, every
0: I visited Istanbul once, and what struck me was what a beautiful city. And then why are these people yeah. so aggressive? Why are they so passionate for a place that like <laughs> is such a beautiful place? I couldn't, I, I couldn't, I couldn't marry it together. That a place so beautiful can have such passionate fans. So, so that means it's something you have also um, experienced.
1: Yes, yes, yes. We've we've played in. You know, in the we played against the big teams. You play when you go to play against Galatasaray, for instance. Mm-hmm. It's it's a mad game. You know, it's like it, it, the atmosphere is, is super. You cannot hear your teammate again. You know, that's the passion. That's how that's how they are like. You know, here in Istanbul, people travel every week from different cities to come and see their teams. Somebody lives in Malatya and he's a supporter of of um, Galatasaray. Every weekend he's here in Istanbul to watch them, you know. So you, you you see the passion from the fans, and then you see why they are aggressive. You know, it's a beautiful city, very beautiful, but then it, it doesn't tell on them. They, <laughs> they want their team to win every game. If you're playing against them and you're you're doing good, they are also on you. They are shouting, they are making you feel uncomfortable. You know, to play as as an opponent, you know. So that's how it is here. I, you see, you've
0: you've made you've made a point that i always like to ask players about this. You said something like when you when you go to play gala that you can't even hear what your teammates are saying to you. When I'm watching such matches on TV or when I'm in when I'm in the stadium in the press box where we don't see so much, I'm always thinking, how are these players hearing what's going on? How? When I, when I see the coaches screaming from the bench, I'm thinking
1: Dude, shut up! These boys can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> is that what happened? Yeah. That's the truth. The, the thing is, as a coach, you have to show you're a coach, but 95 percent of the time, the players are not hearing. You're joking. 95% of the time, yes, 95. If you go to Besiktas also, it's the same thing. You know, the fans are almost down to the stadium. You know, almost down to the pitch. So. You cannot hear the coach screams. You're not hearing nothing. Somebody closer to the coach can hear, but you're not hearing. But he has to do his job. You know, he has to do his job. He has to act like you're hearing. He has to. Sound. But ninety-five percent of the time, I'm not hearing nothing.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. Tell me. Tell me as a as a as a player. Um. How do you how do you suppress that sound from the the crowd and focus on your game?
1: Uh, yeah, for me, I try not to look at these people. I try not to listen. You know, it's like um, it's like trying to it's like trying to mute every other sound, you know, and try to concentrate on yourself. Mm. This is how I, I, I manage to pull out in games like this. You know, I try to, you know, mute every other sound. It's coming. You know, you feel it. You hear it. The most thing is this. you you just you you're who you are and you believe you can do it. This is just how I play. You know I try to mute everywhere. I just do my job. I focus on the game. Because once you're out and then you focus on the fans then it's difficult. So for me, once I'm inside it's the game. It's just the football to play it and then whatever is coming out, whatever they're saying I don't pay attention. So that's how I try to manage. It.
0: So um I have to ask you about uh, Nigeria. You you were uh, you were in Rio at the last um, the last Olympics. Yes. Right. Yes I was. You, you,
1: I was. Uh,
0: you have you are an Olympian. but nobody can take yes. that from you. You have a bronze medal from the Olympics. Yes. You know all the all the shenanigans that went on. With the with the team in the training and the flight and all of that before you guys arrived yeah. Brazil, how were you able as players? How were you able to to shut all of that out for that opening game against Japan?
1: Uh, yeah. Okay, we 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 had um, our eyes, you know, like set on the prize. I, you, you can feel it if you were with us then you know we were just thinking we every one of us we were young players we wanted to make names for ourselves so this is why we were able to you know shoot all these things and play our game when we were traveling for this game it was it was seven hours you know to play same day you know mm. so the players everyone i can remember everybody saying to each other bro we have to do it we just have to show the people that yes, yeah, we we can do it, we just have to make a name for ourselves first. It was for ourselves, it mm. was for ourselves. that, that, that was why we, we were able to win the first game and then go on, move on until we get to the bronze. It was because we were like, Hey, you need to show
0: yourself, you need the world to see you, you need to make the next move. You know, this was all we had then in mind, you know. So, it helped us a lot. What, what, what how did you feel after you? You had won the bronze medal because I, you know what I've I've noticed with players when while you're still active playing, you don't tend to take um, you don't think you don't tend to register the import the significance of some of your wins. Did anything did did he hit you as a hey we are Olympic bronze medalist here? Yes, it
1: was it was. After, for me, it was after I went to, went back to the hotel room. And then I, I called my, my, my dad. And he was like, hey, you're you are a bronze medalist. And then I was like, yes. You know, that was when I felt it. That was when I was like, yes, you're you are a bronze medalist. And when we were playing, when we, we finished the game, we won this game. We were celebrating, actually. Everybody was happy, you know. Mm. But I didn't know the value as to what I had. Mm. you know at that time then when I got to the hotel Michael my, my dad and I was like he was screaming everywhere he was like you, you one you're an Olympian secondly you have, you have a bronze medal you should be happy about it. and then that was when I realised yes this is a big thing you know and then it was different so the feeling now it was like double of what I felt after the game mm. yes
0: unfortunately you you uh Four years later, you were the captain of the under 23 and we did not make it to this um, Olympics that coronavirus has postponed. Um what 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 was what happened? What really happened? Because I, I was able to watch most of your games and I have to be honest with you, what struck me was I, I didn't I didn't see structure. I didn't understand what was going on. That's all I kept on thinking. I kept on scratching my head. What's going on here? There's something not quite wrong, not quite right with what I uh, with what I was watching. As a player, and as somebody with the experience of having played in the qualifiers um, four years earlier,
1: um, what, yeah. what
0: what what, was, what went wrong?
1: Yes, like you said, structure. We we didn't have that. You know we the last time four years earlier before before this last one we played mm. we had a, a team that's been together we were together i think for for close to seven eight months you know we had just maybe one or two players coming to the team that know, but this last team you know we i think we've not we didn't have the opportunity to train for three you know four sections you know we had a fantastic coach you know i i, I I've, not, I've never worked with um, mama before
0: before this time, you know, before that time.
1: Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, he was he was he is I don't know, he's a very, very experienced coach. He tried his best, you know, to get the boys together before this I came I came in after the first game. Okay. Uh, and then we had just one training session before the the, the, the next game. So it was it wasn't enough. We had no time to bond. We had no time to get together to know ourselves, to know what your teammate is thinking, to know how you move and everything. We had, I think, an hour, an hour, ten minutes training session. We are training. We are trying to, you know, perfect some things. And then the officials were saying, "Hey, you have to go out of the pit because your time is over." And you know, so this was exactly what happened. This was our problem. We didn't have, you know, enough time to get to
0: know ourselves to play, you know games friendly to get this bonded. I think everyone in that team were, were new players yes that, then that brings me to this question four years earlier why did we have that time and didn't have it this time around
1: I, I don't know I think that's um, that's a question to ask the NFL because I, I, really we the last one we were six seven months together this mm-hmm. time around no I, I think they, I was following up. I was following up. I think they started two months before, or one month before they traveled. And then when they traveled, we had some players and some players we left out. Some came from Europe. And then I don't know, I, I don't know the reason why, but I, I, I cannot say for now, you know. Hmm. Okay,
0: right. Um, this, this, again, this is what um, I have to ask because people ask me that to. You you were you were the captain of, of this team, and unfortunately, you even only came in to those qualifiers after the after the first game. So that must have not qualifying must have made you feel um, really bad because this is this was you were probably looking forward to um, leading Nigeria um, to the games as captain.
1: I felt very bad because um, the last time we, we we were champions, you know, we came defending, you know, what we did the last time. Mm. So I, I I was fortunate also to be the leader two times, you know. So I had this dream. I was flying. I was already thinking that we we have to get this. We have to you know go back to back, take this thing again to win the trophy. So I was I was disappointed as a person, you know. The last time we went to the Olympics and I was captain and then Mikael came and had to give him the captain bounce. So at this time also I was this last one I was thinking, okay, it's an opportunity, you know, to go there as um, you know, the captain. Mm. And secondly to it's gonna be like the second time I'll be playing for for this tournament or for the Olympics. So I really I felt very, very bad. I felt I, I wasted, you know, my time and everything. But, you know, we keep going.
0: Wait, you were the original captain four years ago.
1: Yeah, yes, I led the team to the, the championship, the, to winning this the gold in the last uh, all up on what's it called the African Championship, under 23
0: the Yes, the one we used to qualify for Rio.
1: Yes, yes, I was the captain. Oh wow! Now tell me, yeah. what what what
0: are the qualities needed to to be the captain of a football team? Especially at the national at the national level,
1: yeah. <laughs> I think uh, y- you have to be one to accept them um, responsibility. Uh, 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 I think the coaches they know you know how to see these things in you know in players and all that. So I think it's it's about discipline. Mm-hmm. It's about one to accept them um, responsibility. And then someone who, who knows how to talk to, to to the players, and then try to talk also to the coaches to to make both parties understand themselves. So mm-hmm. I
0: think this is the these
1: are the qualities you know to be a captain. I, I,
0: from what my research showed that you were you uh, captaining uh, you did captain Biaya United a few times. Yes, a few times
1: I was captain by United. <laughs>
0: for the passionate fans of bias like United, you had your captain. <laughs> <laughs> how did, yeah,
1: that, did
0: How did that happen? Right. The the few times you captain what was it like?
1: It was fun. I, I think the, the few times I captain I was now I was now stable in this in the team and I was also a fan, fans' favorite, you know, at that time. Mm. It was I think this the second year. So we had the first year and then it was a fantastic year for me and then this second year also you know coming into the team again you new new players and all but then i i was i was, I was a stand player for the first year so it was there was no pressure you know being the captain for these fans they they loved it actually they wanted to see me they wanted to see me as a captain so it, there was no much pressure you know to captain few games
0: you, what was what was it like um what was mikel obis captaincy like how how did he how did he relate with with the rest of you in the uh, in the camp back in Rio, um,
1: I think Miguel is a leader. Obi is a leader. You know, naturally, he's a born leader. He he helped the team. You know, his presence in our team, you know, was 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 almost everything we needed. It was almost everything we needed. He was controlling the boys. You know, we had respect for him. We had fear for him also respect and i think a few players i know feared him you know and then he he had this command and also he was able to you know relate to the coaches let them know what the players feel you know sometimes you you we are out for training and we think okay today we are a bit tired and we go to him and he goes to relate with the coach Hey, they're a bit tired you can take it easy so i think he he he's a, he's a leader he has that quality he has you know this charisma the way he carries himself and everything, so he's. I think he's a nice guy. Also,
0: he's a born mm. leader. You know the, mm. you know the Turkish league. Um, you've, you've been, you've played in Egypt, haven't you? Yes, I did. Okay, you've I been played. in Egypt. You've played in Nigeria, and you're now in Turkey. You've been playing in the yeah. Europa League a few times. Uh, Europa League Cup matches, a few times. What, yeah. what, what? Um, what are the things that you believe any young footballer in Nigeria now who is growing up in Nigeria, what are the what are the qualities that he needs that this young footballer needs to get get into himself to be able to make a a career in Europe? I mean boy comes to you, they do they I want to play abroad. What do I need? Yeah, I
1: think for the younger ones, um First is um I'm, I always say this discipline, you know, and then and then you have to you have to be a hard worker. Hard work is is everything. Hard work is everything. You you, you we we in Africa we have you know this talent inbuilt. It's like natural, you know. We have it inside, mm-hmm. and then when you come to Europe, it's different because. These people are taught football. You know, they, they 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 they've been they've been taught how to kick the ball. They've been taught they they have they, taught them how to you know control the ball, you know how to see players, how to do everything, you know from small. But we we are we, we have this inside of us. So when you come to to Europe, you have to you have to be hard worker. You have to push more than them. I've mm. been here I think four years now, or or going to five years. And what I'm going to say is what I can tell every young player is that. You have to do more than the people do here. You have That's why I said hard work. You have to do more. Because if you're on the same level with them, you're not going to play. Mm. You have to be more than them. You have to run more than them. You have to fight more than them. So when, once you do this, once you're a hard worker, once you are disciplined, you watch what you eat and everything, you can make it in Europe. You can come to Europe. You can make a difference. You know? So This
0: is what I think. Hard work, hard work, discipline and prayers. Right. Um, you know, having played in all, all the leagues of nation now, where do you stand on this on this say, this scene where it looks like anybody playing football in Nigeria um does not stand the chance of playing for the Super Eagles. What, what, what what's your take on this? I, everyone playing
1: football for for Nigeria doesn't stand it.
0: Playing I in think, MPFL, um, playing the MPFL, playing in MPFL because it seems okay, like,
1: LPFL. yes,
0: but there's no usually not getting called up to to play for the Super Eagles. Uh, uh, uh,
1: for me, I think um, we have um, quality players back home. I can say this: the last time um, um, Nations Cup we won, I think Sunday I was playing at home. Then mm-hmm. we had Golf Bobona also. Mm-hmm. And these guys, they made the difference. They, Sunday Mba he scored the, the final goal. He scored before the final also. Mm-hmm. So, if you ask me, I think we have quality players who can make it to the Super Eagles from from the NPFL. This is what I know, not like what I think. This is what I know. You know, but you know, we we have a lot of we have a lot of players playing. In you. And then the, the, the coaches see this league almost every week. Every week, oh, you see the English league. Every week, you see you know the French league and everything. So, so it's, it's difficult to now take the home players to, to to you know to compete with these guys. But I think I know if you bring these players from the MPFL down to compete with the guys from
0: Europe, mm. uh, I believe they're shot the, the other guys. This is what I know. Okay, let's assume. Assume you're made yes the mpfl um the league management committee chairman having played in league management company lmc having played in the league yeah and and you've now played you've stayed like nearly five years abroad what are the two big changes that you think we need to do to to bring up mpfl standards whatever you think these changes could be What, what 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 are the things that you immediately you will say yes we need to do this we need to do that i
1: i, I think we we need to to privatize the the the, the teams
0: mm.
1: if, if if it's possible you know it, it's going to be the best because we have when i played for bias we we're a government team you mm-hmm. know and this this is is very difficult to function as a government team you know, so first is to you know make private companies to take up teams in Nigerian League in the league. Mm. This is the first if I if I made like a chairman like you said, Mm. get the private companies to take up these teams. And secondly, we have to to work on the structure of the league. If we can if we can do these two things, I think it's the Nigerian League is gonna be one of the best leagues in Africa.
0: Uh, there's a suggestion I made once to somebody in, in LMC. I don't know. I've asked. Okay. I asked um, a current player in MPFL, and he had. He also gave me his reason. I suggested him. Um, do you think Nigerian League would be helped if the league was divided into zones so that players don't have to travel as far as they travel? Do you think that would? Do you think that would help?
1: I, I don't think it would help because we we need the whole teams first. I, that's why I said private. You know, you have to make. Private companies own this team. Then you mm-hmm. fly. Mm-hmm. We we have con- we, there are countries like um, Russia where you have to fly seven hours for a game. Mm-hmm. We we don't have seven hours in Nigeria. The, the most we have is one hour twenty minutes That's or it. one hour thirty minutes. True, true. So if we have if we have private companies and then we fly for every game at home, I tell you it's going to be the best. We don't need to you know make groups and all that. But if we can get private companies to you know get connect like get connections with. The airlines and everything, mm-hmm. and then go every game. You fly for every game. It's going to be the, one of the best leagues, like I say. Asum,
0: you yeah. have done the real. Thank <laughs> you so very much. But finally, do you? What are your hopes of playing for the Super Eagles? Do you aspire to play <laughs> for the Super Eagles?
1: I think every player does aspire to play for the Super Eagles. For it's not it's not different. Also, I I'm working hard, you know. I'm praying also and then I'm working very hard. I I am aspiring to be there. I'm gonna wait for my time and then when it comes, like they say, when opportunity comes, take it. So this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna wait. I'll still be trying, playing and be working hard and then when it comes, then I have to take it.
0: Fantastic. See as you guys resume in training, I I wish you all the very best. Please stay safe, thank you. all of us from uh, you. your uh, sportsman podcast. We thank you for coming on. But stay safe as we as we start this new world order in which footballers cannot even afford to hug <laughs> to hug and play with their teammates. It is something that I'm struggling to get my head around, and I'm on the outside, so I don't even know how you players are, are managing it. But please do stay safe, and um, of course, God's God's protection always thank you so very much for coming on our podcast.
1: Thank you very much for having me. God bless you. Thank you. Uh, bye. Uh,
0: bye. So there you have it. It's been um, a very brilliant time with Azubike Okichukwu of Istanbul. Basak um, Olympic bronze medalist and the last captain of the under-23 football team. He I hope you enjoyed it and if you did, please do share and also let us know what you make of it and even tell us who you would want us to have on the pod and we would try and get the person. My name is Calvin Mekonwoka and it's been my privilege to have you listen to us. Peace
1: out.